There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Game Week 30 of Fantasy Football Noise. With me as always, Steve Baker. Hello, John. And Wayne Mitchell. Good evening. Hello, how are you? Very well, thank you, gents. Very well indeed. Can you believe it? 30 game weeks. We're officially into the final quarter of the season. I know, it's super exciting. We've made it and we were a bit despondent mid-season. In, we, in gen- we had January blues, I think. I think you're dead right. Both from a fantasy football perspective and a... Shall we carry on with this podcast nonsense perspective? But the, <laughs> but the, our mojos have picked up both fronts. And the fans love us. So, some of them do. Yeah, we certainly have some. The numbers are creeping up every week. We're even being asked questions about what should I do for the rest of the season now? And it's, yeah, it's gone really quick, actually, hasn't it? Think about it all has. of that yeah, yeah. time that we spent at the beginning of the season. We're now nearly, so nearly there. Amazing. Let's just be clear. Those, those questions are just for John and I. <laughs> no, no one's going to ask you that question actually they might and then do exactly the opposite and profit handsomely i think i bring a slightly different perspective you certainly do right which which perspective would you say you bring mate uh i say I if you had bring to give it a label a slightly left field perspective mm-hmm. left field. what would you call it bags <laughs> i would say a pointless perspective, perspective. <laughs> Nay, ill-informed. Ignorant and absurd. (laughs) (laughs) On tonight's show, we're going to review Game Week 30, as we always do. Uh, We're going to help Baco with this free hit decision. Um, Look at those choices. uh, We're going to have a quick chat with Danny Whiting, our February manager of the month. In the absence of Kane and Aguero, now they're both out injured for a while, we're going to look at what captain choices uh, are best in the remaining games uh, and we have a very very mucky story which has been sent in by uh, a fan of the show so we've got all those things to look forward to but before we do biggest talking point of this week sadly has got to be Carragher's actions hasn't it the dirty bastard brings I, shame on our football club I must reflect on whether that would have happened to me and my daughter when I was 14 and I conclude it probably wouldn't have because I'm not a fucking pikey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, uh, you know who else is a Liverpool fan, don't you, boys? Who, mate? February's manager of the month. Of course, Miss Danny Whiting. Miss Danny Whiting. I believe she's a Liverpool fan. Should we get her on? She's ready and waiting. I'd love to. Let's get her on. Great stuff. Good evening, Danny Whiting. Good evening, all. Hello, hello, hello. hello. Very exciting to have you on. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Clearly we weren't important enough for you last week because you went out to watch Liverpool Porto nil-nil. Turgid. In hindsight, I wish I'd have come on, to be honest. Yes, that's that's <laughs> what we like to hear. It was never going to be a thriller, was it, with that kind of 
deficit to recover. Yeah. Congratulations on being February's Manager of the Month. Uh, thank you very much. A spectacular performance. And I saw in game week 27, you got 109 points. The only gutting thing about that week was I really wish that I'd have um, triple captained Aguero, but I didn't. Oh. It was the Aguero hat trick week, wasn't it? Yeah, well, yeah, it was four goals actually. I think that week. Oh, we scored four. It was, of course, it, it was four. Yes, I had him as my captain. Triple captain would have been very, very nice indeed, wouldn't it? Certainly would have been. So, what went well for you then that whole month, apart from apart from that oversight? Yeah, it was a it was a really good month. A- apart from, um, I- I've kind of made this error lately, which is I bought in Jesse Lingard and yeah, since I've bought him in, he's, he's literally scored next to nothing. Um, yeah. So that wasn't the best decision. And also, being a Liverpool fan, it, it, it took a lot for me to bring a Man United player into my squad. Um, and then for him to score next to nothing didn't didn't prove to be the best decision I've ever made. That's how he repays you. And and he's also a well-known footballing knobhead. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, I see that you're a relative newbie. I've only got a season history of 26-2017. Was that your first season you started playing? Um, Yeah, it was actually. Yeah, 20, yeah it was... Um, before, and I, I dread to say this in case, obviously, everyone uses the Premier League fantasy football one, but before I was a te- um, Daily Telegraph um, player. Oh, OK. Fair enough. We're not we're not prejudiced. Yeah, so, um, but uh, now I've come across to, to this one, so. How do you find it? I, I prefer this one. It's more my preference, to be honest, um, mainly because I get a bit carried away in the Telegraph one, and you can only, you have so many um, transfers, so 30 transfers at the beginning of the season, and you right. kind of decide as in when you use those. So you could mm. use them in the first month if you wish, but then you would have no transfers for the rest of the season. So if there's any injuries. Um, and there's no way of acquiring more? No, there's not, no. So uh, so I much prefer this one. Have you uh, ever attempted the draft version of the game? I haven't, no, actually, no. So basically the way the, the, way the draft version works is you basically have a draft at the beginning of the, of the season and each real-life player can only belong in one person's fancy team. So everyone's team's completely unique. Ah, oh, see, that sounds interesting. It's brilliant. It's very good. It's really yeah. good. Because yeah. do, you, do you guys find that frustrating about, about this league a little bit, that you can click on everybody and have a look at their team? And if you're kind of chasing the tail of somebody, it kind of it forces you to think, oh, we've got about 80% of the same players. So even though yeah, I think this that's, person's going to score, I, I'm going to have to change something if I want to overtake them. Yeah, that's it. Constantly in search of the differential. Yeah. That's the worst aspect of this game is is everyone having duplicate squads. Yeah, hence we decided to try the the other version out as well. And I have to say, we all we all I think I'm right saying we all prefer it, don't we? I think so. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, still enjoy yeah. the FPL, but uh, yeah, that is good. Um, Danny, like us, you've had a pretty disappointing game week thirty. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talk me through the decision making process to keep Kante as your third sub and have Robson Carno start. <laughs> 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 oh, that is a Baker, really you've bad. done your research just to do piss taking, haven't you? Oh, no, not a... at all. It I just there might be some logic behind it, Danny. There might be, the, but the, I don't. But I doubt it. There, there really is not. Um, did you? Did you forget? I did. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, yeah, that is an absolute shocking decision. Wow, a shocker just missed. I would. I'd say. Well, don't forget this this game week, Danny. For Christ's sake, because it's game week thirty-one and it's and it's only a four fixture game week. Well, I've actually um, decided to use my free hit. Oh, Aha! Free hit. You and Bago have something in common. Yeah. Have you um, already started having a little look? Uh, I certainly have. Yes. Um, so I've actually changed. I've actually done it, and 
what I find really quite amusing is that I think I still have about thirty-five million left in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got six and a half million left in my bank after it, and I've I've gone Sane, Firmino, and Salah. I've gone all three. Those are my three Liverpools that I've picked. Do you mean Do you mean Mane? Yeah. Sorry, Mane. Mane. Sorry. I'd love it if you picked Sane. <laughs> Yeah, I, <laughs> I was actually thinking I, I don't want to say anything just in case. Um, yeah, I've gone. In fairness, I've gone Salamane and Firmino as well. Very good. Cool. What's the rest of the lineup looking like? You literally can't spend your money on the rest, can you? You can try as you might, but those teams that are playing on the blank game week, you just can't spend the money on them. No, you literally can't spend a hundred million quid on that. No. Danny, can you give me some inside track from from the Britannia? Or the Bet365, as I think it's been rebranded since the last time I was there. Yes, it um, is. <laughs> um, I've got Chupa Moting and Shakiri in my free hit Game Week 31 side. Have I picked the right Stoke players? Um, yes, because I've also picked those in my free hit as well. Very good. Have we got exactly the same side? We, we possibly we possibly might have, yes. I've gone for might. a ball with clean sheets, so I've gone Ake, Daniels and Begovic. Oh, okay. You haven't, no, have I've, you, I, at all? I, I've, I've mixed it up a little bit. Um, Too many I, eggs in one basket, I think, there's, I think Baker. Nah, yeah, I've got, um, I've got Ake and I've got um, Tomkins, Crystal Palace um, and Zuma from Stoke. Very good. You've gone th- you mm, you, you like, fancy Stoke like to keep a clean sheet at, against Everton? Um, I, I don't, but um, <laughs> if I'm really honest, you can only use three players from each side, so I had to divvy it up somewhere. Um <laughs> I don't it was quite keep... tough, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, it, it really was quite tough. I think it's it's the fact you've just got to really look at the four games and literally say who is going to win, <laughs> <I've> had, <laughs> and then just I put all your eggs six, in that basket. I've had six. I had six of the eight keepers at any one point in my in my side this week. Got to be Begovic. I've stuck on Begovic now. Yeah, I've home, got I've got Begovic as well. Yeah, that's the obvious choice. Right, gents, should we let Danny go? Yeah, let's go and go. have a pizza. Thank you ever so much for joining us. It was brilliant. Congrats. Thank you, Danny. Congrats again on the win, even though you pipped me to it by a few points. I was annoyed at the time. <laughs> my one chance at... Have you got your mug yet? I haven't got my mug yet. And, um, Mitchell. And, and that's obviously why I've come on, on this tonight, just to get it's a mug. That's obviously why. I, I, I can only issue and dispatch a mug when I know the address. To be fair, I was going to say, we haven't asked her for her address yet. So, okay, fair enough. Danny, you've got my number. Text me the address. I shall forward it to the mug department. <laughs> I will only dispatch fantasy football noise mugs to people who will look after them and are responsible adults. I, 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 I will say. definitely look after it, look after it. I promise it will be on my desk at work, pride of place. We're going to need your personal Twitter handle in that case, okay. and that's the one where you're going to to post your photo of yourself with the mug in pride of place at work. I think. Yep, will do. Marvelous. All right, great. Well, thanks very much, Danny. Cheers for joining us. Much appreciated and good luck for the rest of the season. Bon chance. Cheers. Cheers. Brilliant, guys. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Right then, so what else happened in uh, Game Week 30, gents? Not a high scorer, was it? It wasn't a high scorer. It wasn't a high scorer, but uh, never have I been more delighted to get a clean sheet and a point than I was at Huddersfield. Cracking performance. Was it? I, I haven't seen that and I, I couldn't believe it there. When I heard that Swansea were down to 10 men. After 11 minutes. I thought, yes, my move to bring in Mounier and Van Lepara oh, did is going to pay off. <laughs> did, it, did it fuck? I tell you what, to be fair, Fabianski did pull off one fantastic save off of Mounier. 
did he? He caught it as sweet as a nut volley from outside the box. And yes, it, was, it was a bullet. Mm. And I, Fabianski just got fingertips to it. I Great. didn't see why bloody Jordan Ayew got sent off. I haven't seen those Of course you've got him, haven't you? I've got him and he's given me minus two. What the fuck did he do? It was Ouchie. a pretty... It, Lost control, nasty studs up straight into the knee. I think it was Pritchard who he kicked up, mm. maybe. But definite, definite red card. We haven't, we haven't appealed. And how about how about Newcastle and Everton? Newcastle, Southampton. Oh, is Pellegrino gone. Yeah, it's all happened this week. Kennedy, how frustrating oh. is that for you, Jay? Oh, fucking Kennedy! So I've had Kennedy in since the end of the transfer window. <laughs> I knew he was a good player. I knew he was a talent. He's going to come good soon. Just like my Kane thing earlier on in the season. He's going to come good. Week I get rid of him in exchange for... Um, who did I get rid of him for? Well, I swapped him for basically for Van La Parra and Mooney ahead of the uh, the blank game week next week. And um, yeah, he does that. 16 points. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty standard for my season. <laughs> so yeah, did I come? Did I come last out of the three of us in the end with thirty-four? Yeah, shall we just talk head to head for the moment? Mm-hmm. We should. I think we neglected yeah. to update it last week. By my maths, it's eleven, eleven, seven. Me, Bako, and Mitch. Correct. Um, so this week, yeah, I, I ended up with thirty-four. So going into last night's game, it was quite nicely poised because I had Shakiri and no one else. And you both had Otamendi. Yeah. Um and Baker you had Gungadin. Yeah, Gungadin and Mitch, as well. You had De Bruyne. So Correct. it was quite nicely poised. If on the off chance Shakiri could have scored, that would have negated the uh, clean sheet points of both of you. And I would have probably edged the game week as it was. That didn't happen obviously. And um I ended up with 34 and what did you get, boys? 37 for me. And I edged it. I had 39 because I captained De Bruyne. I was wow. expecting much bigger things from him, but he only got three, doubled up to six, which is what gave mm. it to Unbelievable. 39-point <laughs> game week victory. Yeah. That is Pathetic, a shocking performance yeah, from us really all. All three bad. of us below average and in yeah. the 30s. That's dreadful. Yeah. So that makes it 11, 11, 8. Surprisingly close. Yeah. Surprisingly close. Very and a Poor old Liverpool. Yeah, oh God. Well, you, you know, you've got to give give United credit where it's due. They did a job on us. They did a job. Yeah. Salah was hardly in the game. Alexander-Arnold, I'm afraid, has a, had a shocker for both goals. Yeah, bit of a lesson there. Well, mind you, I'll mean, tell you say what, that. A, lot, a, lot of, a lot of much better right-backs than him would have, would have been put on their arse by those Rash- Rashford moves. He was yeah. brilliant. That first one Those two goals, they were well taken, weren't they? Oh, yeah. Really yeah. fucking well taken. Really well. Worldies. Yeah. yeah. I did see a lot of <laughs> a lot of chatter on social media about um, the fact that Ashley Young had Salah in his pocket for most of the game. So I didn't see the whole game, saw the highlights, but uh, I guess once you've quietened him down, then it... it uh, Really neutralises their biggest threat, doesn't it? Yeah, we we did we did struggle. It wasn't it wasn't a good performance. Lukaku had the better of Lovren, didn't he? The whole game. He's had three good games in a row, Lukaku. Now, hasn't yeah, it? yeah, he has. Yeah, and um, oh, well, absolutely, Rashford's pace and movement. It was just it's brilliant. So, and obviously, once they got to two, that was it. There's yeah, going to be no way back. No way back. Lukaku's an interesting FPL asset, I think. So looking at his score, I think the last time I looked, he's he's got about 144 points, which is 
which is yeah, it probably puts him somewhere in the top ten, I would guess. Um, but he's he's not been flashy this season. He's not had lots and lots of goals. But yeah, look at those those performances over the last three weeks. He's he's done the job that they've wanted him to do. He's big. He's strong. Gets possession. Wins the ball. And uh, yeah, he's getting some points. So I, I think yeah, I got rid of him early in the season because I got disappointed with him not getting enough goals. But actually, he's kind of ground out results. He, I, I think he's not even missed a game, has he? So he doesn't get injured either. So he's a he's a good asset in that regard. Yeah. His form at the moment is eight point three, which is which is pretty good. Um, yeah, and of course United are one of the teams with two double game weeks, most likely coming up. So double doubles. Yeah, he's got to be an option, hasn't he? How about West Brom? They're down, right? Leicester yeah. 4-1 at the Hawthorns. Yeah, gone. Must be gone. No way back. While I was on the show last week on my mobile device, I told you all that I'd substituted in Mares mm-hmm. there and then. Hadn't pressed submit. Easily fixed on Saturday morning when I looked again at my team, surely. But no, yep. I decided to change my fucking mind and not Ooh. bring Mares in. Oh. So disappointed. Well, my my decision was to to bring in Van Lepara and Mooney just for the blank game week, and then I'm going to bring in Vardy and Mares for the rest of the season from week 32 on because they've got the lovely fixtures that we discussed last week. Yeah. But um, yes, I was not banking on them both scoring the week before, and then which just means everyone else is going to do the same thing, doesn't it? So I think I think it's fair to say Huddersfield struggled to unpick Swansea. Yeah, apparently so. We gave them crosses into the box, and with our three centre-halves, we were fine. Mm. We placed players in the right places and closed down the right space, and they didn't look that great. So, I know last week we said maybe a couple of Huddersfield at home in game week 31, but after Saturday's performance, and it's the first time I've had a look at Huddersfield this season. I didn't watch the game at the Liberty earlier in the stadium, uh, earlier Mm. in the season. And uh, I have to say they were quite poor. I quite like Pritchard as a player. Mm. And um, actually, as we've discussed before, Crystal Palace, who they play this you know, next weekend, they're no mugs at the back either anymore. So, yeah, that, that, they won't be easy to break down either. That's it. I've gone two Palace defenders in my game week 31 free hit. Mm. Interesting. Well, should we move on to talk about your, your free hit since we've we've touched about it with uh, with Danny? Yeah, let's have and a you've told look. us you've told us some of it. So I think you've got too many eggs in the Bournemouth basket. I understand why you've gone for that, obviously. But one goal and you're going to be gutted. So for everyone's benefit, I've gone... I I think Liverpool, Bournemouth and Palace will get the clean sheets. I suspect it might be nil-nil at Huddersfield, so Huddersfield might get a clean sheet. But rather than, at this stage, rather Mm. than go for Schindler for Huddersfield I left him out and I've gone Palace and and Bournemouth defenders only which allows me to pick three attacking Liverpool players Mane, Salah and Firmino I think Everton are shocking away from home so I think Stoke are going to do well so I've gone Shakiri and Chupamoting and I loved Wilf Zaha coming off the bench for Palace. Yeah. They were great in the second half against Chelsea. Great to have him back. He really made the difference and, and yeah. set up Van Arnold's goal as well. And they well. played well against United the week before, didn't they? Yeah. So I, I think I think Wilf. I quite like it actually. Spot. Yeah. Do you know what? I think for the for the for the the ranking that you are in now, so you haven't got a lot to lose. It's not like you're in the top ten K and you don't want to fall out. You're really trying to make up ground. Yeah. So it's a 
bold move. It's a bold free hit team. If the games go the way you think, if you get Bournemouth and Palace clean sheets, you are going to hurtle up the table. Yeah, I think so. So, and if you don't, then you don't, because I don't think I don't think the average is, gonna, is likely to be very high. Do you? No, I don't think so. This week, so, it's a shame Everton are away because I've got I, I brought Baines in. He's my first sub, but he had a yeah. really good game on Saturday. Yeah, but they I just are brought him in my draft side. Yeah, yeah, they're much more effective at home. Did you see? Actually, the funnest moment of the weekend for me was that cock end knockout getting sent off for Brighton. Did you see it? <laughs> No, I no. didn't actually. I saw match of the day, but I only saw the first four games that they showed. I think he lost his temper, and it wasn't at Leighton Baines. I, I think he might have shinned it off for a throw in. Anyway, Baines takes a throw in, throws it to his mate, who kicks it back to Baines, and fucking Knockart comes steaming in, studs up, and just twats him in the leg. But the funny part of it was Leighton Baines just stood there, didn't even flinch, and looked at him as if to say, "What else you got?" Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even move. Sent off. <laughs> Solid. Leighton Baines is proper hard. Brilliant. So, is there anyone else that you, that any of us think you might have missed out? Anyone you've overlooked for your free hit side? Was there anyone anyone that's on the fringes who, who you've pondered over? Uh, so Mooney, Mooney and Van La Parra were in my team at different times this week mm-hmm. already. Um, I really can't bring myself to have a West... I actually had Forster in Nets at one point. Crazy. Um, but, yeah, I no, know that is that crazy. Is, would be crazy. I debated crazy. about whether to go for a Liverpool clean sheet and have I concentrated too much on Mane, Salah and Firmino? Because re- you really need a four or five nil for those three to be a sensible pick, don't you? Mm, I don't know. There's every chance of that. I would say there's there's a better chance of us scoring three plus goals than there is of keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, because there's every chance that you know Dini or Decore are going to pop up and stick one in. We're not, you know, we're we're better recently at the back, but we've definitely got a rick in us. And I think I th- I, th- I think there's a lot of sense the way you've done that. There you go. That's my yeah. that's my thinking yeah. anyway. I like it, mate. I like it. Newsflash, chaps, if I may. Oh, newsflash. Uh, up. Update from Old Trafford as a goal. Who's it gone to? Seville. Has it? Someone with a B at the start of their Hold on, let's have a name. look. It is a goal from... It was quite a long name beginning with B on the back of his shirt and he was wearing nine. Not Ben Yedder. Wow. Yes, it is Ben Yedder. Oh, fuck, I got rid of him last time round. He was shite. (laughs) Do you want to know what I've done for the blank game week as well, chaps? Yes, absolutely. Yes. Have you gone for your nine nine outfielders plus minus eight points? I've gone more. Wow. Oh. I've gone. I've gone minus twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone balls out. Go on. What have you got? Wow. I've kept in my side. I already had. Robertson, Daniels, Begovic, Salah, and MacArthur. I've brought in mm-hmm. Zanka from Huddersfield at the back. Shakiri. Why? Because I think that Huddersfield would keep a clean sheet, and so four points spent on Zanka. Not with Wilf starting. Who? Wilfred yeah. Zaha. Wilfred Zaha. 
it'd be fine. <laughs> so I think they'll get a clean sheet. So that that'll give me a positive result on my four points invested. Shakiri, mm. I've brought in and I've brought in sure. uh, Firmino up front and Mounier and Wilson. That's ballsy. I see them all as investments. So I think they will all pay me back. There might only be a point they pay me back, but it'll be a net positive against having no player in the side that's playing. You must how have many points some... were you? How many players were you fielding prior to your twenty point spend? I would have had. Uh, let me count: one, two, three, four, five, six, six. And now you're going to field eleven, are you? Yes, correct. I've got a full eleven. And and have you thought ahead to subsequent game weeks? Yes. Cause you've I'm still got pull- your free hit and you've still got your wild card, right? I've not got my free hit. I'm going to play my wild card. When are you playing that? What's the plan? I'm going to play that next week. Well, if you're going to play it next week, don't think ahead. What do you mean free hit? Don't see them as investments. No, no, they're not. Just play the game week. The, these players are all selected for the game week. I think he meant short-term investments. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Invest as in, they will give me a return in the blank game week. That's why I spent the points. Okay. See, there is an argument. I have heard it discussed on other fantasy football media um, that if you were obviously going to be left with, in Mitch's case, five players not playing, then that would have been five guaranteed zeros. So if he's making five transfers at a cost of 20... No, you must have had one free one. Well, anyway, it, there's an argument that rather than each extra one being a four-point hit, it's only a two-point hit mm. because, providing they play, you know, yeah, that is a fair point. You're going to get, you should, with a fair wind, get at least two points for all of them, and obviously there's the potential for for many more. So, oh, two Del Seville. is it? Yeah, same fella by the looks of it. That's got to really hurt, Mitch. Silence. We'll assume that it did. Um, yeah, it's annoying. Yeah, so you know you could you could view the twenty point spend as a ten point spend in that in that thought process, if you like. Yep, confirmed. Vissam Ben Yedder, seventy four, seventy eight. Had him in my side, then got rid of him. <laughs> changed him for Ferreira from Shakhtar Donetsk because I don't think the, he played the in the last leg. The bigger concern for me is that I've just filled my team with four United... With, by the way, we're talking about Champions League draft fancy team. I've filled my, my team with four Man United players after my PSG players got knocked out. Better change that quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the way it works is all the players in the Champions League draft are now on waivers. You can't pick any, anyone up instantly. No. But you can do what Mitch did last week during the Spurs game after Son... Scored. Oh my god! You've got to, you've got so you've got to bring everybody up to speed on this because this is gold. This story is absolutely <laughs> this, this, this is golden fuckery ever. That is <laughs> so, is so in the, good in the first week of Champions League. Uh, Son was on the bench, so I offered a trade to Mitch, which was swapping my Son for Pjanic from Juventus. Mitch ignored it for two weeks and then saw it. <laughs> when did you see it? I saw it around Midway about... Midway through the second leg. Uh, it was about half-time and yeah. Pjanic had just been booked <laughs> so that he would be out of the next leg. Son had scored, 
Spurs had two away goals and were 1-0 up. And I thought, there doesn't come a better time than to accept this trade than right now. So bang, I accepted it. And I'd forgotten it. to cancel the trade. So it comes through. Um, by the <laughs> way, Mitch was, Mitch was uh, if I'm right in saying, in our little WhatsApp group, Mitch was quite happy with himself. There was a bit of gloating. <laughs> yeah, there was actually, yeah. <laughs> At that yeah. point. <laughs> yeah. Carry yeah. on. And then Juve scored two goals. Spurs go out. <laughs> <laughs> I keep the eight points for Son, and I get Pjanic, even though he's out of the next leg, but he will play in the semi-final. <laughs> well, it, no, it, it's, it's two legs, Not the semi-final, the next, the, 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 next, the next round, second leg, yeah, the quarter-final, yeah. second leg. Yeah. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Yeah, I and do I, I do that. genuinely, it makes me think on some of these things that I, I have higher powers and in some yes. some circles called the reverse alchemist that everything I touch <laughs> turns to shit. Fucking unbelievable! But I did see there was a there was a Paddy Power tweet about it where they said uh, two away goals, one nil up at half time in the second leg, playing at home. Spurs really fucking spursed that up, which is exactly what they did. <laughs> really fucked it up royally, didn't they, idiots? Yeah, completely. Right, gents. Anything else to discuss on game week thirty before we uh, go to the half time break? I'd rather not speak of it. Oh, there is something I want to talk about. I thought Bournemouth were incredibly unlucky. Did you? Incredibly unlucky. Yeah, absolutely. Son's Son's first goal, when it was one all, um, which made it two one, was, was so lucky. He completely scuffed it. Completely yeah, shanked scuff, it. Yeah. Drove it down into the ground with massive spin on it. Begovic went to where it, you know, would have got. If, if he'd hit it nicely, Begovic probably would have got it. Instead of that, it bobbled over him into the goal and then I thought Callum Wilson's goal which was disallowed was perfectly good mm. it got ruled out for a push on Sanchez and his his hand I'm going to say rested against Sanchez's back he had his arm out probably to protect himself there was zero push there was zero push zero push Sanchez was was spinning and hence uh, you know he lost his balance and it probably I can understand why it might have looked like a push but the reverse angle, which the referee doesn't get to see, of course, but uh, proved that there was no push. So I'm just saying it was incredibly unlucky. I forgot to say, actually, Liverpool Could easily been 2-1 cherries at that point. Whilst they lost, they were unlucky. So Van Dijk missed an absolute sitter with his head. Yeah. Fellaini did kick up your man Mane, I thought. That, that, term, that Van Dijk chance as well, Definitely, Definitely. It was a stonewall pen. That, that Van Dyke chance, yeah, he didn't even get his head to it off the shoulder, wasn't it? <laughs> well, no, he did. It glanced his head and then it went onto his shoulder. It, the ball was dipping, it did to be not fair. glance his head, it just hit his shoulder. It was Professional the footballer cannot even judge the flight of a ball. Useless. 75 million quid, that's, fucking useless. That's what 75 mil gets you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our corners let us down the whole game. Our, our deliveries in. We must have had more than 10 corners. 2 1. Oh. Big Roger Lukaku. Oh, there you go. We must have put over at least 10 crosses in. In fact, I think I think I might have heard it was 13 crosses in. And Van Dyke went to the near post nearly every time, and all our crosses went long. <laughs> we all went to the middle, too close to De Gea, or they went long. And put it was your... just like, well, he's obviously doing what you've practiced on the training ground. Why are none of these balls. <laughs> Going, going to your right tallest central defender yeah. who's come up for exactly oh, that purpose. I saw Jurgen Klopp after one such corner, incredulous. He was yeah, looking was. out onto the pitch. 
inf- infuriating. Oh, and one last thing that I wanted to, t- t- to mention about the Bournemouth game. Did you happen to hear in the highlights what the crowd were chanting after Kane? The, the, Kane's missed attempt where he hurt his ankle. Did you hear what the crowd was singing? No. <laughs> You're just a shit Callum Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I mean, so we should, good. We should talk about that. That's. Uh, did you see the news earlier today? It looks like he's out until May. Oof. Mm. Yeah. So uh, we're going to go to a break now, um, and one of you hopefully has prepared some trivia. And uh, after the break, we're going to talk about what your, you know, what your best captain choices are in the absence of Aguero and Kane. So we'll do that, and we'll talk about uh, a few other things as well. Who's got a trivia question for us this week? Yep, sure have, because I'm pretty sure oh, you great. pair of penises won't have bothered. <laughs> I was going to make one up on the spot. Mine was going to be Swansea's possession stats against Huddersfield were the second lowest in Premier League history. Can you name the t- other four in the top five? Fucking <laughs> hell. And, and then I would have looked it up, because I don't know the answer. <laughs> right, OK. I've, Let's have yours, Mitch. I've got mine already. So... Uh, in terms of the top six debut seasons for goal scoring, Mo Salah, with eight games to go, is still is already in the top six with 24 goals. So 24 not out for Mo Salah. Who are the other five uh, top scorers in their debut season? Premier League only goals. Premier League only you? goals, yeah. Okay, great. Great question. Very good. We'll have those later in the show. Okay, welcome back to part two. Um, so, gents, with the uh, injuries to Harry Kane, uh, who is just a shit Callum Wilson, and Sergio Aguero, um, where do you think our captain attention should turn to? Um, well, firstly, for this next game week, because that's obviously a difficult one. Uh, Salah's been up- my go-to captain, and I, I don't think I'm going to change it for this game week. Yeah, it's got to, it's got to be Salah, hasn't it? It's got to be Salah, but it's got to be Home said to he's not on great form. Is that fair? He I was shut out so. at United. Two I weeks think, in a row, isn't it? I think no. I think if you go back and glance over his preceding five game weeks, you'll find it's <laughs> eight, fifteen, thirteen, ten, eight. <laughs> I wouldn't okay. say he's not in very good form. He's not in form. <laughs> Dire. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, def- definitely Salah. So, is it, does that mean it's going to be Salah for the next couple? Because obviously, Liverpool don't have a double game week in thirty-four. So, you're surely going to choose someone that does. Yeah, definitely. And have all these double game well, weeks been confirmed yet? The game week thirty-fours have yes. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I think we talked about it earlier on. I think Leicester are a good shout. So. Vardy and Mares are the obvious ones there. Yep, Vardy and Mares. David Silva's back on form. Son is playing brilliantly. If you look at the form charts, I guess he's probably top at the minute. Yeah, but uh, Spurs play City as yeah, the first true. of their doubleheader. Yeah, v- Vardy and Mares look good for the last. Uh, I'm lo- I'm losing count of of games, but something like the the next six games are good because their uh, fixture difficulty rating twos and threes. They end off uh, end up the season with a uh, a five and a four against Spurs and Arsenal. But yeah, they could do a job for the next six game weeks, I guess. How about a Bemi Yang just chucking that in there? Arsenal have got a great run of fixtures coming up. 
Yeah, yeah, he's good shout. He's good, think, isn't he? He is very much so. And I think also Lukaku. Yeah, Lukaku would be a good shout as well because they're at home to West Brom and away at West Ham in the double game week. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Perhaps we're getting too far ahead of ourselves. I think okay. we've we've sorted it in the short term, haven't we? Yeah. Um, right. So we do have a a listener's mucky story, which has been <laughs> sent in. Are we are we ready for it? Is it time? Who, who is it? It's friend of the show, John Emerson. Johnny Emerson. You did say Johnny it was Emerson. a particularly mucky story. I mean, I don't know. You say, it's, "Are we ready for it?" I don't know. Are we ready for it? How mucky is it? It's not for the. It's, it's not for the faint-hearted. I would say. <laughs> I haven't but, heard um, his dulcet tones for a while. Okay. Well, you're about to. Um, we had a couple of technical issues getting this to us. Um, so I've ended up. I've I've managed to get it working on my phone but not through it. So I'm going to play it through to you on my speaker and hopefully the sound quality will be acceptable. So here we go. <laughs> okay. I like that sound. Good sound. That's it. It's finished at Old Trafford. Has it? Yes. So they're out. out. Shit. Out. I mean, I'm delighted that they're out, but I've now got, I've now got four vacancies in my side. <laughs> <laughs> and no, so has anyone, mind you, has anyone got any severe players? Don't think so. We, I'm sure we will have in in the waivers on Friday. Christ, yeah, and have to look at that straight away. Watch the charge um, for Vissam Ben Yedder in the waivers in the Champions League draft this week. Right. Okay. So, you ready for the story, lads? Yes. Born ready. So, um, I've been asked to provide a mucky story for uh, fantasy football noise, and, and JB has been asking me to do this for quite some time probably two or three months at least. Uh, and I must apologise, I, I just simply keep forgetting. Uh, and I'm quite a lazy man, so uh, that's why <laughs> I haven't so far submitted it. He's given me the option to send in an audio file on WhatsApp, which I'm now doing. For the record, I do not think this is going to work very well. Um, <laughs> my radio voice is nowhere near as good as JB's. Correct. Fact. Certainly isn't. <laughs> Uh, and also there will be no um, audience interaction from the other two Muppets on the show. Oh, yes, so there will be. We'll oh. give it a go. <gasps> what did he call you? Muppets. <laughs> Penis. We Fuck always have Muppets, our right to reply, Mitch. Fuck him. I think it's perfectly fair. Um, this also feels quite apt to uh, to submit this this week, being that I am the top scorer in the Fantasy Football Noise League this week, mm. which I think is the first time that's ever happened. Um, but I will revel in my glory for one week if if it only lasts for one week. Can you edit that out, um, please, John? Anyway, edit that bit story. out. Yeah, we'll cut that bit. Fucking yeah. wanker. Show off. Frick. <laughs> I'm going to buck the trend, and I'm going to use real names for this. So um, let me set the scene. It was back when I was at university, or my friends were at university. I was still oh, no. working. Um, so long, long time ago, let's think 18 years ago, something like that. Uh, and most weekends I would spend my time traveling from, from Birmingham where I lived at the time up to, to Leicester where a, a large portion of my mates lived and, uh, we would go out, um, raving each weekend. And, uh, on one of these such weekends, um, I turned up at my, my friend Mark's house on a, on a Saturday morning, uh, about 11 o'clock in the morning, nothing out of the ordinary, knocked on the door. And uh, was met at my friend by my friend Mark, and he had what can only be described as a look of pure horror, mixed with hilarity on his face. I'm struggling to picture what horror and hilarity mixed together actually <laughs> looked like. 
<laughs> anyone anyone help me out on that? I don't know. Is there an emoji for that? Horror slash hilarity. Um, and he kind of ushered me into the flat and, and straight into his bedroom, which was really quite strange. Uh, I was such a frequent visitor in this particular flat that the, the living room had been named John's bedroom. And for the purposes of the story, it's important that you know the layout of the flat. So um, imagine really? a front door leading onto a single straight corridor. On the left-hand side of that corridor were four bedrooms in a row coming off the corridor. And on the right-hand side of the corridor were the living room and then the kitchen at the end. Uh, Mark's bedroom was the first on the left. So he, so he ushered me into his bedroom. And he's like, you are not going to believe what's happened here last night. So, um, go on, tell me. And he's like, no, 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 just go and have a little little look in the corridor and, and see what you can find. Like, okay. So I kind of peeked my head out into the corridor and it was like the, the typical student flat, uh, grim as fuck, mattress in the hallway, beer bottles and takeaway cartons everywhere. Uh, literally horrendous this place was. Um, but my eyes managed to pick out through the mess um, a kind of a strange coloration to the to the carpet in various places leading out of one of his housemate Pete's rooms so I, I had a little look down there down the corridor I made a closer inspection and it's kind of brown kind of marks that kind of led from Pete's room and kind of went down the corridor and into the kitchen so I was like, what the hell is that kind of tiptoeing down a corridor trying not to stand on anything and look into the kitchen and the brown trail leads into the kitchen and up towards they had a, a breakfast bar like a little sticky out thing with some stools around it and on one of these stools was more brown stuff and uh, uh almost perfect imprint of what turned out to be a man's ass <laughs> i was like what the fuck has happened here <laughs> went back into mark's bedroom he by the stage is pissing himself i'm like mate what, what what's happened Pete shit himself and, and dragged it all through the flat and he was like well yeah, but that's not quite the whole story. Um, <laughs> they'd all been out on the piss. Absolutely smashed. Got home, passed out in various different places, blah, blah, blah. So Pete had woken up a couple of hours later, covered in shit, and immediately realised that it must have been one of his housemates that had come into his room in the middle of the night and had decided to defecate all over him. Obviously. Can you imagine? That's an obvious assumption I think we all, all jumped <laughs> yeah. to. Oh, someone shit on me again. Oh, I know what's <laughs> happened here. <laughs> so, gets up, screams the house down, charges into another housemate, Andy's room. What the fuck have you done, you dirty bastard? Why have you shit all over me? You're disgusting. Rah, 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 rah. This wakes up all of the other housemates who, who between them, calm Pete down and, and make him realise that, no, of course... None of them had gone into his room in the middle of the night and shat all over him, that he had in fact shat himself. So they calm him down, get him back into his bedroom. Pete, being the filthy bastard he is, just turns the mattress over and goes back into bed. <laughs> uh, at this point in, in Mark's story, We've I all been go, there. Well, mate, that doesn't explain the, the shit down the hallway and to the kitchen. He's like, oh, no, 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 not finished yet. But, oh, okay, okay. So, um, all calms down, everyone goes back to bed. And then next morning, I can't remember which housemate it was that got up first, found that um, Pete must have woken up again in the middle of the night and um, had probably tried to go to the toilet, um, but had failed miserably at that relatively simple task. 
and had proceeded to shit himself uh, and crop dust, but with shit coming out of his ass, uh, all the way down the hallway, and had found the stool in the kitchen and decided that was a toilet and decided to then shit on the stool. So, obviously, I'm finding this absolutely golden. Like, it is music to a man like mine's ears. And... Uh, Hollins is finishing telling the story, and I'm in fits of laughter. And at that point, remember, it's about 11 o'clock on a Saturday morning. There's a knock on, knock on the front door. So uh, Mark answers, answers the front door, and it's, it's, it's his landlord. Or no, it wasn't his landlord. It was a state agent. State agent with some prospective tenants who wished to, to view the flat and who wanted to live there. Now, a normal person in a normal situation... Uh, would, have, would have said to the, the estate agent, sorry, mate, it's really not the best time. Could you come back tomorrow, a few days, next week, next month? Trust whatever. me, it's not Mark, a great time. being slightly idiotic in his approach to life, decides that the best course of action is to, to grab me, say, yep, crack on, guys. Grabs me, says, come on, mate, let's go. Uh, we get out the front door, he closes it behind him, lets them in, and says, right, run. <laughs> And we literally scamper <laughs> down the stairs, out of this flat, down the road, and to the nearest pub as quickly as we possibly can. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You've gone on a viewing. You walk through a flat's door, and that greets you. The door closes behind you. Imagine the smell. <gasps> oh, and here we can see someone shit on a stool in the kitchen. Oh, my God, there's a trail of it all the way up the flat. Two wonderful things about that story that I love is, uh, A, the fact that his first assumption was someone has had the temerity to come in and shit all over me. I mean, if if I woke up anywhere with shit on me, uh, your first assumption surely would be, I've done that to myself. Not that someone else had come and put that on me, because that's a really quite foul act so that's amazing and I, I love it but secondly I just love the stitch up of yeah just fucking let the estate agent in and let's absolutely peg it brilliant see if I give a fuck yeah. <laughs> deal with that wankers oh, right last little bit and uh, let let the estate agent show those those poor poor tenants round now to this day I, I have no idea whether they, they took the flat I find it un- strangely unlikely um, but um, that is the story of Pete the Pooh, and that's that's Pete the Pooh Volume One. There is there is a Volume Two, but I shall save that for another time. Hopefully, you've enjoyed that, boys. Take it easy. Bye bye. It was brilliant. Isn't that brilliant? Lovely. Thank you, Johnny Emerson. <laughs> Thank you, Johnny Emerson. Very good. Yeah, that's that's superb. I did I did enjoy that. I'd say that's a premium plop story. That is. Yeah. I should point out, by the way, that as whilst we, we have asked people for, for stories, they don't have to be poo-related. They could just be any funny story, any <laughs> any embarrassing story, anything with humour. So do please send them in to us. Um, you can you can either email us at fantasyfootballnoise at gmail.com or you can approach us on Twitter and we can give you a range of contact details. But on Twitter, we are at fantasy underscore noise. Um, and while we're at it, while we're appealing to your kinder nature, we'd love it if you could give us a five-star review on iTunes and even subscribe to us uh, either on iTunes or Acast or wherever you happen to be listening to us. We would really appreciate it. We are agonisingly close to 800 followers on Twitter as well now. So do remember, 800th follower gets a mug, fancy football noise mug. And mm-hmm. one of the 
100 preceding followers will also get a mug as well. Premium quality mug. Chosen at random. <laughs> and of course, if you are not already in our mini league, you should get involved. The code you need to join is permanently on our Twitter profile page. Uh, we never close the door, even though certain quarters have said... We shouldn't let people in so late. It was only Stuart. Stuart Harrington said that. Yeah, Stuart Miserable Harrington. Yeah. <laughs> Worried about his position being forced down by people who are simply better than him. My, my answer would be they've been better than you all season, whether they were in this mini-league or not. And now there's just proof of it so get better I am a bit worried about Stuart Harrington I think he could be dead because he has been notably quiet about the Saints bants that have been going on over the last two or three days or, or he could just be maintaining a silence I don't know I wonder why didn't he have a big night at the British Kebab Awards last well, night he did though? actually didn't he yes yeah I can't believe there even is a British Kebab Awards have you ever heard of that before <laughs> no I mean there's an awards for everything isn't there um, all right then. So just before we wrap the show, we've already kind of looked ahead, haven't we? We've 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 done our game week thirty one looking ahead yeah, chat. Um, so should we have the trivia answers? Yes, let's. So it's, it's one one on this particular head to head, isn't it? So to remind you of the question from a goals perspective, the six best debut seasons. Uh, for goals scored, Mo Salah is at twenty four already with eight eight games to go and and uh yeah he's in sixth place who are the five that are above him in goals scored in their debut season so who's going first bako aguero no not aguero oh really oh, i had that written down i thought that was a shoe in Wow, um, I think this is tough. Once again, my, I might need to check my trivia. I just I just use premstats.com, so hopefully premstats has got it right, but if they haven't, then... Well, at least you can blame them if it's well, yeah, not. yeah, correct. I'm going to go Harry Kane, mate. No. Afraid mm. not. He had quite a few quiet seasons before he started really scoring. Okay. Klinsmann. No. <laughs> this is going well. Um... Wayne Rooney. No, not Rooney. I'm going to go Shearer. Correct. Alan Shearer. 25 goals yes. in his debut season for Newcastle. Boom. Baker. Debut season ever or debut season for Newcastle? Debut season for the club. In the... Oh, you didn't oh, say really? that. You didn't say that. You said in the league. No, I didn't. You did. Well, you definitely didn't make it clear. So it's, oh, Someone could be a Premier League stalwart, get transferred... Aha. The definition of a debut Aha. season is a debut for a club, not a debut in a league. Van Persie. Correct. Yes. Yes, very good. 1-1. One, one. Van Nistelrooy. Not Van Nistelrooy. Oh. By the way, that Van Persie was for Man United, 26 goals. After yeah. he'd been transferred from Arsenal. Having one player of the season, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I didn't say him. Because Before. it wasn't his first season in the Premier League. Well, you just didn't listen properly to what I said. Or, or, or don't know the <laughs> definition of a debut season. Mm, now, I'm going to say once again, you didn't phrase a question very well. A bit like the week when you did the assists question and you didn't make it clear that it was by season. You just said all-time top assists. Assisters. Fucking hell, everyone's an expert, aren't we they? We glossed over it. We glossed over Carry it at on. the time, but I, I, I can't bite my tongue any longer. Crack on. <laughs> Is it your go, John? 
it is um, Michael Owen. No. Ian Wright. No. Andy Cole. Correct, Andy Cole, first place. Boom. 34 goals in his debut season for Newcastle. Nice. 2-1? 2-1. Chris Sutton? Sorry, no. Oh, I've got Sutton right Right, now. I'll give you a clue. Uh, uh, some clues, just just to guide you. Both have played for England. Uh, Whose go is it, by the way? Because Baker's going to start blurting them out in a minute. No, don't start blurting them out, Who's Baker. Next guess? It's, your, it's your go, John, next. Teddy Sheringham. No. Baco? Uh, Wayne, I've already said Wayne Rooney. Really, Had him. <laughs> Try him again. <laughs> you never know. Um, I'll tell you, one of them was a player that we that one of you named in the trivia last week, but was incorrect, or the week before, maybe. That's tough. Played for multiple clubs. Les Ferdinand. Yes, Les Ferdinand. Bang. 25 Les. goals in his debut season for Newcastle. Yes. One more to get, and I know you're going to kick yourself. Second place, he scored 30 goals in his debut season for this club. Which Can you club? give us an approximate year, an approximate club? Ooh, uh, it's a northern club. An approximate year, I don't know, late 2000s. Are we looking for a striker? Yeah, a short striker, played for England, 30 goals in one season. Defoe. Kevin Phillips. Yes, Kevin Phillips. Yes. <sighs> I've, I've lost well score, done. though. Three, it was 3-2 three, to, three, to me. There you go. Many thanks. There you go. Yeah, I, I probably right. need to be a bit more precise with my trivia, don't I? Yes. A, a touch more would, would help. Yeah, okay, Just I'll do that. notch more on the dial. Shade more would be appreciated by all, I think. Yeah, <laughs> right. Still, by the time it's by the time it's edited, mate, you're going to sound like David Coleman. So don't worry. <laughs> I strongly and firmly doubt that. I think he might sound like Sue Barker. <laughs> right. Okay, John- gents. Anything else to add? <laughs> well, I am. I, I was wondering whether I should fall on my sword and mention bet of the week. Oh yes, quickly do that. <laughs> Baco, the argument that we had over who should get the draw is somewhat uh, irrelevant. <laughs> I took Watford, you took Arsenal. Which one Arsenal was beat the shit out of Watford. You win another £10 off me. That's it. Oh, any potential banana skins this week, Mitch? Oh, I think Watford will win at Liverpool. <laughs> I'm not, yeah, OK. <laughs> <laughs> How about Huddersfield Palace? I'll have Huddersfield win yes. and draw. You can have Palace. No, away team Palace. Away team gets the draw. Uh, no, not interested. All right. How about a straight bet, no draw? Fine. I'll have Huddersfield. You no have Palace. Yes. Fine. Done. Excellent. Excellent. And on that note, let's call it a day. It's been a pleasure, fellas. It's been a pleasure. Absolutely. Speak to you next time, guys. Good luck, everybody. Adieu. Cheers. Cue the music. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. 
But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.